think we're ready. Welcome to The Late Tonight Show, starring Pete Sheriff, with our very special guest, Kissy Sellout. And now, live from Solly Hull, just outside Birmingham, just off the A45, here's your host, Pete Sheriff. Better now I'm live everywhere. And also, what I've also done is got to be a background. Oh, man, that's better. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, we're going to open up the chat here as well because there's now a, an online chat thing. Oh, I don't want that background, do I? It's not Anthem City. It's not Saturday yet. Just yet. It's not Saturday. <laughs> Take that off. <laughs> uh, there we go. We'll keep it like that for now. Oh man, how are we? Uh, how are we, people? You can, uh, whichever platform you're watching on now, by the way, you can comment and it will come up on the screen, I think. So try it. Someone try it now. Someone say something, and hopefully, if everything is as it should be, it'll come up on the screen. It may not. <laughs> I may not have it set up properly. <laughs> oh, excellent. No, we'll wait and see. Somebody may do that. Well, look, we've got a brilliant show lined up for you. And we have possibly I the guest I am. I was excited about Pat Sharp and I was excited about Entrance. Ah, there we go. Messages coming. Calvin, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I was excited about the messages, uh, about the messages. Uh, Anna, hello. Uh, how are you? Test, 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 test. Thanks, Kelvin. I was excited about Pat Sharp coming on. Evening, Tracy. And um, I kind of, uh, when this was put to me that this tonight's guest would be possibly available, I lost my mind. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you for why when he comes on, because it's all connected together. Uh, good evening, if, you, if you're watching, if you're tuning in, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, if you're listening on uh, on, on the radio as well, good evening to you. Um, we will be taking we will be taking some questions a little later, and we'll talk to some of you guys a little bit later on as well. So tonight, the very special guest, very special guest we've got with us this evening is the one and only Kissy Sellout, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know... Who Kissy is? Hello, Mike James. How are you? Uh, if you don't know who Kissy Kissy Salah is, right? I'm trying to turn this chat off because uh, it's going to distract me. There we go. If you don't know who Kissy Salah is and you've never seen him or you've never heard him, man, you're in for a treat. Check this video out of uh, one of his live streams. Check this.
Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor, give a big round of applause wherever you are in the world for Kissy Sellout. <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna play a short clip. You just literally just played the video. That's great. That's got Man, the video. Listen. You know, the funniest thing about that intro is it's well, you know, it's a prodigy, right? It's not really the prodigy. I had to replay it. Uh, that's yeah. I replay it so I didn't get a copyright strike. <laughs> so I can put that on. <laughs> if I'm honest, yours sounds better. <laughs> oh shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good actually. I think you've caught me in a good good week, actually. I'm feeling yeah. slightly more chipper now. Um, okay. It's because it's been funny, you know, but like, you know, you know, it's over a year now of um, not having a job anymore, <laughs> basically. Uh, so, um, but I think, you know, it's ups and downs. I think I was in denial for the first few um, months. It's not really denial. We just kind of just thought, okay, it's all right. So I'm just a temporary thing. Yeah, you'll go do, away, do some more, you know, streaming videos and stuff. And then, it, and then it carries on. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, my son, my son turned two. Now he's three. Oh. Uh, like <laughs> it's pretty mad, but there you go. Yeah, I, I've been quite chipper at the moment. To be honest with you, oh, it's nice talking to you. Say that again. It's nice talking to you, yeah, man. Well, you know, it's it, well, I was when I Calvin said to me, I think I can get Kissy to come on your show. It was I was like, you're joking, really? Because my experience of you, um, we've never met before, by the way, so the listeners understand. Yeah. My I my first experience with you was in 2012 on the Pioneer Stand at BPM at the NEC. Oh right, oh one of those guys. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I used to quite well at those, didn't I? It was. Um, um, do you know what's funny about that? Is it's quite nervous. It's quite. It's very nervous. I get you know nervous with these things anyway. But but you the crowd are just like they're right there, and people just people just stand completely silent and just yeah. look over you when you're doing stuff, and then you walk off, and it's probably just like you know because people get you know nervous around you know me in that situation but but you know no one says anything so you walk you walk away from the interview and you're like i don't know i, 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 thought, I thought it was pretty good i made a pretty jamming mistake at the start but apart from that you know what i mean but you know, uh, but, you I, know own your mistakes and stuff you know it's all the performance in it so i <laughs> i stood and watched you for 20 25 minutes and and i was i said that my son was with me as well and he's he was at the time was a budding disc jockey and yeah, I was yeah. like, Hopefully now I he's got a job lined up as an engineer or something <laughs> like that. So he actually earn money. <laughs> yeah, he works. For, he works for Apple now, so he's all right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um. So I, 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 I was like, right, okay. What? Where's this? Where's? Because I'd not seen you before, so I was like, where's this going to go? Because I didn't know whether you were going to play records or whether you're going to mix or scratch or what you were going to do, and you did everything. You did everything and more that we could just listen. I am a massive fan, right? I, oh, no, I, I very much appreciate it. I mean, you know, I'm not Tom Cruise or anything, but yeah, it's, it's no, <laughs> I do appreciate it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I try very hard. So yeah. uh, it is, it is genuinely nice. I mean, I think one of the things I, I, um, I definitely, you know, cause you know, Lord knows I've had, I've had a whole year of being able to think retrospectively about things, yeah. but like it's, um, but I am, yeah, I've always been like, like very, pure about stuff as in I've, I've always taken stuff like completely seriously 
and yeah. really gone for it like because i you know i've never you know this, this is a thing that i dreamed of doing when i was younger and i just couldn't the thing is of course i look back now and i think oh I've, you know of course i became a dj i mean it's that, that <laughs> you know if you, if you practice every single day doing something and you get really good at it then it's um no matter how much you you know how self-conscious and uh shy i used to be you know eventually you know these things happen but um but so, yeah that's why i love it i love it you know to speak because it's um so how did it start for you? How, what, what was the? Were you? And I've, every Here we go again. You know, I thought you only want me on for half an hour. It's, I'm not going to explain all this. <laughs> well, everything been on. We've asked them how they started. From hmm. um, somebody started as a mobile DJ. I did. Pat Sharp did. Um, but then some people just go straight into clubs and that. What? How was it for you? What? What was the? What was the? The, the jump off point for you? Uh, well, well, it was well. First of all, it was records. Uh, I was, uh, it was, uh, I was, uh, yeah. I'm, oh God, you know, it's, it's difficult to whittle this down into a into a short little summary. But I mean, I guess, I guess the crazy thing about it was that um, when I was about twenty, I was still twenty one, and basically my life just changed in two weeks. Um, and it was because I had, um, I had been, uh, you know, just making practically making tunes and and djing in my bedroom by myself um, i had no no friends that were interested in dance music at all nothing um but i used to buy the you know mr sound magazine it's by mix mag magazine I, I covered my walls with the with pictures and stuff and then i went off to art school hoping i um in london hoping i'd make you know meet people that i had things in common with and to, to my absolute you know dismay no one at art college was interested in music either um and um but I was very ambitious when I was younger. I kind of, I really wanted to, like, it wasn't so much I thought I was going to, I was due for good things or anything. If anything, it was, it was, I was frightened that I, I, you know, that I wouldn't have it in me and I just, you know, I wouldn't be able to do anything with my life. But, um, yeah. so that, but that kind of, that exact feeling gave me, gave me the, you know, the, the inspiration to try really, really hard. So I actually used, um, some, uh, uh, inheritance, uh, money, you know, I got given a, you know, I've had to think about, 500 pounds or something off my of my grandma um just before she died and uh i used it to and I, I printed some records and i was already getting played on well no oh, was that happening just yet no the, myspace was the big thing that was starting to kick off yeah and um and i just printed my own records and then i um <laughs> which is you know i mean it's a miracle that even worked out so i didn't know what i was doing and <laughs> i couldn't ask anyone and uh you know it's funny that these days as well you just um you can just look it up can't you yeah. do you know what i mean Literally, you yeah. didn't have wikipedia Literally. back then so it was um yeah um and uh, yeah but i mean you know there's a lot of more in this story but to cut a long story short my life changed in two weeks i mean i basically kind of you know became a famous dj pretty pretty quickly but that's because you um you know that's better when you get paid for remixes of course yeah, so absolutely. so the fact that i was trying so hard and i i made these demos and stuff which um which well you know i mean it's it's um you know, listen, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'd love to be a genius. I'd, I think I'm quite a few steps away from being a genius. But what I will say about my early work is that um, it, it was very, like, it sounded very different from what was uh, other music that was popular at the time. And I think that was purely because I didn't know anyone else um, who made music, basically. So I, I just, I just obsessed away at my own thing. And it, it probably created a, a feedback loop. And I ended up with my own sound. And I think that that was quite a crucial thing, I guess, um, yeah. in yeah. cutting through the scene. And because, of course, I wanted it, it meant that I would just make a tune in the, in the day. You know, I make a tune in a day. And, and when I got, you know, asked to remix, I think it was All Saints was the first one. Yeah. Um, you know, I, did that in, I did that in less than 20, 24 hours. Wow. And, then, really? and the same week, um, yeah, and the same week I got offered uh, to do a remix with Mark Ronson. Okay. Um, and you know, I've got. But the thing is, I'm still, a, I was still, you know, a 21 year old living with his mum. So, so yeah. I just did, I did that in, I did that in a day. 
So, um, and then next thing I know, these things come out of records and then they're on compilation albums. And yeah, wow. that's just uh, history, really. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's quite a bonkers. Time. It's a long time ago now, but um, yeah, it's quite crazy. Things have changed. The world has changed. Yeah. Now, you know, what? I mean, I worry now that it, it, you that you'll hear less stories like that um, because um, you know what I mean. I mean, I, you know, I, I literally that's an example of me just nervously, literally forcing myself to go outside my house and uh, you know to try and get some record stores to take some of my records off me and um you know to, trying to write emails to, to <laughs> other djs and stuff and um just um do you know what i mean what, just what um, was your first gig what was the first gig you, you played in terms of being a yeah. you know being a named what? dj well, well that's a funny yeah, that, well it's a funny thing because it's um again it's it's i mean this is why when i say my life changed in two weeks what what it literally mean is that i mean like zero to to yeah. quite a substantial level and uh, so like my first you know my first time in fabric was um was uh wow. been like head i think headlining room two i think well, it wasn't room one but i think we've been headlining room two i i'd um you know i was first gig in london was uh doing t-bar which is a quite that's quite doesn't exist anymore but it's a it's a big pizza restaurant now but the um <laughs> that was a big like 2000 capacity club in shoreditch yeah. and my first time in there i was headlining so that was that was crazy and then um only a year later now i was doing main you know main stages in australia wow Stuff like that so no it was it was bonkers but and again though the, the degree of separation the fact i hadn't been kind of i don't know i didn't groom's not the right, right word but i hadn't been encouraged or mentored by anyone yeah um, and so um you know like i mean you know coming on my mixing style earlier i mean the, the the reason that um i've got quite a frantic mixing style is because um well first of all i care a lot and i want i want it to be yeah. You know, I want it to be, I want it to, I want it to sound amazing. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's often why I don't do a mix for a while is because it takes a long, you know, it takes a long time to come up with something that I think is actually, it's got to be amazing. It can't be, you know, uh, it's got to have, you know, give you a shiver and, uh, you know, have that kind of impact and stuff. Uh, I, and I love it as well. I love it if it's like that. It's, um, yeah. I, I struggle if, um, you know, sometimes I hear, like, see, you know, DJs just, you know, just having a jam. And uh, I think that's quite cool, but like you'll never see a video of me just having a jam because it's that's not really. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I you know, I like to. I want to do it. Do you know what I mean? And every every time I see you, no matter where, the, the it is maximum effort, man. It is. Yeah. You, and you know what? I, and I was discussing this with someone this afternoon. I told you you were coming on the show, and we were talking about how much you use the equipment that you've got. I mean, I've got there's a set of reins here, right? And I kind of. I yeah, stop, start, you know, cue, <laughs> and I do what I gotta do. But man, you literally use every button there is to use from samples yeah. to and it, it's a joke. So, yeah. The thing is, though, mate, when 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 we um the sort of sort of DJs that I work with, and and there, you know, there's a lot of great ones. There's a few bad ones, but there's a lot of great ones. Yeah, well, every now and again you see a really good. Yeah, and, there, which and I think it's wicked. It's uh, you, yeah. the 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 level that you operate on it is completely. It's just a different level. You Jags. Well, it's very it's very intense. On. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's very intense. It's um I uh, it's because I get so nervous. I mean as well. Oh, really? It's yeah, well yeah yeah. But although I, but you know I've been saying this for years. But when people get surprised by that, I'm like, of course I get nervous. Like it's my favorite thing to do. Of course I get nervous. If you know people, if if. You know, I care about how it sounds. I care if it's a good night or not. You know, yeah. if I see someone have a rubbish night or something like yeah. that, that ruins my night. I don't, you know, I don't want that to happen. So it's, I want people to have a good time. Uh, you know, you can even say maybe a little, little bit, you know, it's kind of selfishly because I can't, 
I can't have a good night unless I know that she's done a decent job. And and so that that does create a pressure, uh, I guess. But um, uh, but yeah, it, it does become second nature. Yeah, it's nice you say all the stuff about the mixing. I, I mean, I get you know, I guess it's, you're not wrong with any of that. But I, it's uh, I guess um, yeah, there's a lot of counting that I do. That's 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 what a lot of things happen. And mm -hmm. I think that, I think that like one of the a big step in my like dj style i think which was um which was an important step was was there was a lot of like uh i don't know like almost like signature moves that i became known for doing but which were really were ju just originated from nervousness they were just to do with <laughs> nervousness so like for instance i used to, I used to get so anxious for shows that i mean I, i'd struggle to look up you know what i mean i struggled to look up at the crowd but i knew i had to but i just really really struggle and i, was, I, I found this way where i could look just above people's heads and, yeah. it, and they think I was looking at them. I wasn't actually. And it's not a rudeness thing or anything, but it's because I was so shy. And, I was um, look, look, look at the where I used to work. I used to work in a place called the Dome, and yeah. there used to be a big ma at the back of the room is a big mask on the wall. And I and the manager used to say to me, "Where in the first time I worked there, he used to say, just look at that mask. Just look at that mask. You keep yeah, right. down too much. Advice, well, I don't yeah. look at what I'm doing, but you're right. You have to find a focal point and just and go for it." Yeah, but it kind of creates, and you know, little tricks like that, of course. Uh, I realised that if you constantly are looking slightly above people's heads, then even yeah. if you're DJing in, you know, quite an empty club, um, people feel as if there's people behind them, almost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you, you end up, so just a gesture with your eyes, you end up filling up the club for someone in the face sort of way. Um, and, and all that nervous energy as well, it would, I'd be so scared of making a mistake at the start of my sets that I would pace around all the time. Yeah. But then what would happen is that I would kind of look like a bit like a boxer when I came out and it wasn't intentional, um, but there was this nervous energy. And I think it used to be really, people used to feed, feed off it. And I think, that, you know, it's, it's cool. I mean, trust me, I, I, you know, a fair few load of DJs didn't like that I used to do that because it used to make them nervous too. But, um, <laughs> but no, but it's a happy accident, but I guess, but you know, yeah. I just, you know, I mean, That's it's your thing, man. That's your thing. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, not that it's, you know, it's not the, you know, it's not the thing to, to do, uh, to get money anymore or, uh, or anything like that but you know I've, I've given it a good run i'm i'm uh I'm, you know what? i'm really pleased um actually especially when you've got like a year where you know it's just been odd the whole, whole life's yeah. just been strange we're all locked indoors it's nice that i do still love it i think because yeah. it's been it's been a long time now do you know what i mean i'm, I'm 36 now like it's been a long time and um and my only my, literally my only career in my entire life has been been a professional dj um you never, I do still never love had it. another job you never done anything else no it's um no but i mean it's not you know but it's 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 uh you know whether i'm relevant enough or not is a, is a different question but i mean i but i definitely still enjoy it and i think i think maybe perhaps it's the enjoy still enjoying it but it probably counts for a lot more yeah. maybe yeah um, you got to enjoy um, it you got it can't be i don't every dj that i know that kind of slogs through it they, they don't last long they just they you know yeah, 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 and it is a funny because there might be people watching this who are like, you know, what DJs are those? But to be honest with you, that's the majority. And I know I've, I've kind of been jealous of them sometimes. These people that they just walk on like the stage, they're not really bothered. <laughs> like it's cool that you know they get several girls' phone numbers while they're doing it. And, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, I mean, it must be lovely to be like that. I don't. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> uh, okay, so here's my question: How did you go from? Obviously, you did the remixes and stuff, and and it was interesting going going discog in your back catalog is 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 very interesting there's some great stuff in there um but my question to you is how did you go from that to getting on radio one tell me that oh god these are right yeah going going back with these questions isn't me um yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's gonna be an anti-climax it's gonna be an anti-climax but i mean but i just got talent spotted it was okay. as simple as that 
um, I just got talent spotted. And, and, and arguably, um, I guess that's what, you know, they were supposed to do, supposed to find someone like me, I guess. But, um, you know, I did two demos. I didn't get the first one. and But, but I, I had to do a second one about like, a you know, about a month later. So it was quite, it wasn't like I um, really fluffed it or anything um it was straight it was strange though i remember making the first demo for it because i didn't even listen to radio one <laughs> so it was a bit odd so i didn't mean what to do and i think i tried to tell some funny stories about when um about my mates in university or something oh, i can't remember what to do but um but it, it, yeah it was very different when i actually got there because it was um because uh it's just the amount of people that you're broadcasting to i mean it's it's it, crazy. It, uh, oh my goodness it's crazy and it's palpable you feel it in the room the producers feel it in the room as well they, you know that you know yeah. you're aware that it's a big deal you know you're also aware that you, you know you can't swear you know because it would be awful if you swear. you know there's you know half a million yeah. people listening you know, it's crazy um and so that pressure was uh was yeah was elect yeah it was electric it was same, same as about you know being about to work uh, walk on stage i guess to be honest mm. with you yeah. Um, didn't do much of my personal life for all the years I was at Radio One, though. But um, as in, what I mean by that is, like, you know, it's um, you know, it's not. I'm not grandstanding too much here. I don't sound too no, arrogant. No, no. This, well, it's but, about, mate. this is what it's about. This, yeah. this is about yeah. Yeah. But like, but you know, my, but I did. You know, my show was very theatrical on Radio One. It had lots of like um, classical music and like yeah. opera things at the start, which of course we, 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 it was done because I knew it was so unusual to do it. And it was also difficult to do, and it took yeah. a long time to to put to um, two hours of music, man. Um, I mean, in fairness, I got I, I got sent a lot of tunes, and I still do to this day, actually, which is quite funny. It's um, like people like it's quite funny. I, I still get about two hundred fifty emails a day, easily, wow. and it's it's all it's all music. It's all music. But if anything, it's a bit of a shame because it makes it genuinely difficult. I end up buying most of my records still because yeah. it's. Um, and then later on, I, you know, and later on, I'll like find, I'll, you know, I'll like someone's tune and then I'll kind of look up their name. And then occasionally I check my own emails and realize that I was sent that tune a while ago. And it, so it is a bit of a shame that I can't. Um, but anyway, but go back to Ray One. It was, um, yeah, it was great. I mean, it, it, the the effort that it sounded like, um, which was really special, is what it took to do that. And yeah. so it was, uh, I and mean, we actually, we did it, we did a sound check, didn't we, before we did this video. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say, that it reminded me because because like I always wanted people when they listen to um well any, I don't know any, like any radio show I would do or anything I, I I had this picture of them like imagining me like looking really cool like wearing some cool clothes and kind of like kind of dancing down some corridors of of vinyl records everywhere <laughs> but that wasn't really how it was done of course it was just me sitting at a computer right at seven in the morning on a Thursday do you know what I mean Thursday morning pressing space bar over and over again that, that was what you, that's what really was going on um. <laughs> But the, you, you know you say about the hard work that went into the show and and it it was a good show i was sad when it stopped i was i was mm. disappointed i was disappointed um because it was one of the it was one of them shows it's a bit like annie nightingale a little bit it kind of you wanted it to just carry on forever do you know what i mean because it, 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 well, people did get very obsessed with it i mean it which was it wonderful yeah. but of course i think the thing that you know, people like yourself wouldn't then have seen was a lot of it got carried out of the yeah, you know yeah. i mean as in it came on the road with me i mean it was i just did tour after tour after tour um you know with starting with tours where i was doing you know four gigs a week and then it and then it quickly was you know kind of 10 gigs a week or something like that wow. and, um and it was it was bonkers but as i said i, I um yeah I mean, it's nice to i feel a bit funny even talking about it but because i don't acknowledge it I'm, I'm i often just carry on with the next thing i don't really think yeah. about it but yeah. it's um but that's just, you know, it's just, I just really tried. 
really hard, but it was cool. But I mean, I must admit, when I left radio, I was a bit of a relief, to be honest with you, because yeah. it was, it was, it was just, it was, um, it was a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was still, because I've changed a lot now, I've kind of um, got, got a bit more confident and stuff. And uh, mm. but back then, I used to be incredibly shy, and it was, it was, um, and and that that added to the nervous energy and stuff. I think it it was funny. I, I mean, it must have been quite. I was probably a bit over the top. Like meeting me because I was just so nervous all the time, and I think um, I think a lot of people got like Radio One as well. Like got slightly, uh, probably got slightly the wrong um, impression of what I was actually like. To be honest with you, because yeah. I was because um, I think as I said before, this uh, oddly this a lot of my nervousness and stuff came across as that supreme confidence, you know, which wasn't really what was happening at all. It was just that I was, you know, if I knew the answer, I'd immediately say I know the answer. You know, it was <laughs> because I was nervous about getting it wrong. That was what it was. But there you go. No, but it's cool. But I mean, yeah, also I couldn't, you know, I couldn't leave the country much when I was at Radio 1. So it was, so I immediately did, you know, Japan and, um, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, South Africa and, um, uh, well, USA as well. I, I, you know, I've toured the USA about 11 times. Wow. Um, so that's, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. That's why it's a bit odd going back to these quite old <laughs> memories to me, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so what about now then? Where, where, where are you? Obviously up until lockdown, um, Talk to mm. me about the year before lockdown started and what, where were you, what were you doing and what have you done through lockdown to prepare for the other side? Yeah, well, it's a funny question, isn't it? I mean, I think that's why I said I'm a bit, do it feel at least a bit more chipper uh, this week because yeah. it's, um, I feel like the end is slight, is beginning to be in slight. Yeah. And um, uh, I mean, but to be honest with you, I, I, I've got a son uh, who, mm. as I said, just, is what was two at the, just turned two at the start of the uh, lockdown, but now he's three um and so i had i had to downscale a bit uh when he was born but actually yeah. so the year before lockdown it was kind of i was building things back up again i mean i was i was um beginning to i had loads of records planned to come out and stuff uh, which still haven't come out now and i don't know what to do with them uh because i've you know i mean and that's the odd thing because you're, you're stuck at home i don't really it's um do you know what i mean i don't i'm keeping myself busy i'm making tunes every single day and stuff but it's uh there's no like outcome or anything for these things at the end yeah. of the day if you can't leave the house you know it's just all a bit it's all a bit strange as well I mean, you can't even compete you can't even meet your mates to play them your opportunity oh. what they think of it right. do you know what i mean um so uh yeah and no, i was doing all that and then i think i think i had a gig the um with judge jules the literally the day before um wow. the lockdown happened i mean literally the day before i mean like, it was um and that's when we all thought we were going to die as well we all thought we were going to die didn't we it was, it was the end of the world so like it was kind of people were disinfecting the train i was the only one on the train all that sort of stuff um yeah. and yeah not happened lockdown happened the next day I haven't worked since <laughs> <laughs> so what are you what what are you what is your plans for you know have you got anything booked in i know there's the, hmm. um, the phone's been fairly busy here with people you know getting september october november kind of organized loosely organized because this year yeah, they don't want to. They're like, oh man, that's nothing. I've got bookings in May. <laughs> I, I mean, as in, I say that, like, I, I felt a bit odd about it when I first heard about it. I was like, May, yeah. what, what do you mean, May? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's um, because uh, that's another funny thing that happens is a lot of a lot of people. It took a while, I think, for the music industry to to realise that maybe you know what i mean maybe we should back off for a bit because because this is actually a bit more serious than we all thought it was yeah. um and so you know i had a lot of gigs cancelled to the point where you just um you know like future bookings and stuff but the point where you just you start not to believe they're going to happen anymore and that's yeah. why i do it does feel slightly better that you know i've got a socially distanced gig in may it's not it's not a uh it's not kind of a proper 
I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't really know what that means. But it's. Uh, but it's for Golden in. Uh, um, <clears throat> in I can't remember the name of the place. I think it's Stoke on Trip. I'm not sure. But anyway, they're, they're lovely, cool people. Um, but that's socially distanced. And then I've got. I think got a proper one in. Uh, you know, after in the June. But I'm a bit nervous to say because I. I, I to be honest with you, by the end of June, I don't think this will have ended by I, the end honestly, of June. So. I, I I played. I was really lucky to play nine weeks of um, in September when they did eat out to help out. I played nine weeks at the gym oh, really? in Birmingham, and man, it was the weirdest thing because no one could dance, they couldn't sing, oh, they could. So, I, as a DJ, you're trying to play not play records that get people excited, but then like you're background music. Play, yeah, totally. And so, you know what I did? I switched the music videos. I just started playing like well, yeah. music videos just to keep. And they had a band on that was behind a screen, and it was just the weirdest. So, band I, behind the screen? It was mad. Oh, that is Crazy. Fine, Why it have was, a band? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, put a CD on. I don't know. Okay, fine. They were all sat and eating and, and all that. So, it was kind of they could watch the band and then watch me yeah. playing music videos. It was weird. But it, it kind of works. But for me, I'm a I'm like you. I get excited and I start jumping around and 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 I could I was like this is really weird. But yeah, well, I'm things you know things still are weird. I mean, it's not. But it's, I think uh, it's going to be weird till after Christmas, mate. Honestly, I think it might be weird longer than that. To be honest with you, yeah. but uh, I I mean I don't know. I mean a lot of stuff I've been doing is um, it's quite it's nice to do this video actually because um, it has forced me to uh, put a camera on, turn it on. And yeah. actually sit here and take and essentially to kind of let people see what my studio looks like because I've been working on my um I'm working working on this room because of course I'm stuck with my my partner and kids all the time and, and obviously I, I love them they're the best things in my life like obviously I love them but like um it's funny how um do you know what I mean I, I I've I've spent you know my all of my adult years uh since university uh sitting in sitting in a in a soundproof room um playing very loud music all the time yeah. um and so um when you you know when it's my you know when my son's here during the day and stuff, i mean you you know you can't can't do it so i've struggled a bit with the creativity but i've been working on stuff and i've got this new mixing desk and i've got yeah i've got good stuff going on so i've been i've been um i've been working on some uh tutorial videos some production tutorial videos things that we're going to start coming out soon and yeah. i'm doing some tech reviews for a tech review website called dj okay. um DJ Tech Reviews, and um, what's the other thing I'm doing? I've got so oh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this actually, uh, but, but you know, I don't think many people are okay. Um, but I'm I'm also maybe doing some stuff with Pioneer again as well, which is yeah. Cool. Oh wow, and it's been a little while actually because because I've obviously done a lot of stuff with, with uh, Pioneer. Yeah, well that um, was that was and, on my uh, list. The Pioneer thing was on my list because I was gonna say where did that start and stop because <laughs> that was when I first saw you uh, in the flesh. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, so, do, you, do you know I went to I went to a lot of people that don't know this, but like um when when like they see something that says oh Kistella helped with the design of uh, the um Nexus two series of stuff, like like that is that's that's true to such an extent that I actually went to Japan. I actually went to I think it's no. or something, and I met like the head of Pioneer, they put up a British flag for me. For <laughs> me, it was crazy. Couldn't believe it. And um I I met all of like the engineers and stuff, they all gave me a business card and it was wow. it was a wonderful experience. Um God, it was so crazy. I got shown the blueprint and stuff. It was I'm not they couldn't speak much English, uh, but I was incredibly grateful to be there. Um, but yeah, that was all yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, and it's weird because it's been quite a few years now, and um, it's uh, yeah, it's like mate, technology is so different now. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a vague thing to say, but like 
you know, just with all the stuff behind me, for instance, I mean, you couldn't, a lot of the, a lot of these things didn't exist. Like it didn't exist when I was making music back in the day. It's quite, I've turned into one of those guys, haven't I? Who's like, oh, it's not like it used to be in the old days. But, but I'm the opposite as, as in, I love all this new stuff now. Like the stuff you can do now is crazy. Like the wow. stuff you, can do, you know, although oddly, I find it harder to make like mental music uh, uh, than I used to, which I think is probably a contribution of factors. But yeah. I think arguably when you can do anything, it's quite hard to do something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, blimey. that's probably that's a bit of a truth nugget. I didn't even I, I have put some that, that well. I have some fewer questions here. Yeah, go uh, on. Mike really? Mike... Are these made up or are these real? No, no, seriously. And, and you know what? He sent them to me on the iPad because I, I didn't want to interrupt really? your flow by oh, messing with the screen. So, all right. Mike, Mike James, oh, who's uh, is, is an old school DJ boy, um, and he wants to know uh, what would what do you have on your rider when you do big gigs? What what do you have on your rider? Is he asking that because he knows the answer? Uh, no, no, I don't think he does. But I think he's. Uh... Well, let me tell you a story. So it makes yourself comfortable. Uh, no, no, just do a short version. Now there used to be like, uh, yeah. Again, you know what? Though I like I prefaced a lot of things saying about my life and saying that you wouldn't believe the uh uh how many things how many silly things that may have come across as, you know perhaps in quite a confident way uh, mm. during my career were actually due to just total naivety and a bit of nervousness and and you know and the, the rider relates to that because when i <laughs> so i get signed up to a big dj agency didn't i um after you know like it's uh i, I had this wicked irish agent who took me on right at the start of my career and then um called Nula and she was fantastic and then I got you know before I knew it was with Billy Morris and stuff and they sat me down they said uh, Kissy listen we need to really talk about your rider I said what's a rider they go well it's, it's you're not expected to buy your own drinks at a gig and I was like oh really oh okay that's cool and they're like okay so we need to know what drinks you want and I said well what were well, the options they said listen because we can't talk about this all day you know what you what's your favorite drink if you, you want that they'll have it there and I went what my favorite drink and I was like do you know what I mean like 22 years old from Essex I was like Watermelon and Bacardi Breezer. Obviously, Watermelon and Bacardi Breezer. They went, okay, yeah, fine. Anyway, but what my point is, that was the end of the conversation. I didn't realise that that was going to haunt me for the next <laughs> 10 years, that little decision, where it even got to the point when, as I said, I went to Japan and they had to import some. I mean, when I say they had to import some, they didn't have to import some. I wouldn't have cared less. I could not have cared less if they didn't have any Bacardi Breezers. If anything, I probably had so many Bacardi Breezers that I'd gone a bit off them, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, it just it just followed me around, this thing about Bacardi Breezers, which is why I wondered if he knew the if he knew the answer to that uh, question. No, but apart from that, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's, um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, you turn up to do a good show and, you know, if I ask for loads and loads and loads of wacky stuff, uh, then a, I probably wouldn't get booked again because that's how things really work in the real world. Uh, but second of all, it would make me more nervous because I'd know that they'd done that thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I did a gig in Cambridge once, right? Where this this guy, I think he said, um, this is another thing that used to happen, which was I I had a tour rider for for my tours, right? And yeah. which is different, very different from like a DJ rider, right? Because DJ rider is just just a few drinks, like for me. Do you know what I mean? Uh, a tour rider was completely different. It had food on it and stuff. And that, that was because uh, it wasn't just for me. It was for other people uh, in the crew. It was for the other DJs that came away with us. If we had a band, it was for people in the band. It was a big old thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But sometimes it would get sent to the to clubs that I was DJing at, especially if, if, if it was midway while I was on tour. And, um, it, you know, luckily, most of the time, people had a bit of common sense about it and thought, well, okay, this is <laughs> we've obviously been sent the wrong document because there's no way I can get all this stuff. But I, I did one gig in Cambridge once and it was it was empty. 
It was it was totally empty, mate. It was totally empty. But, but this guy, bless him, I don't know why he did this. I don't know why he did this. It had like fruit juice and stuff in it. So it said like you know, cranberry juice or something, orange juice. He had decanted uh, all of the juice cartons, right? So you got your cranberry juice. Oh, you got you got it all. You got it all, Pete. You got everything, right? You got your orange juice. You got apple juice. You got cranberry juice. You got. Do you know what I mean? You can have it all. And he decanted it all into like jugs right so he'd opened it all there's no one here there was no one there there was no one at the gig there was the empty dance floor was empty it was do you know what i mean i mean arguably if he spent as much time promoting the gig as he had <laughs> unpacking yeah, the rider working on your rider <laughs> but as i said just makes you feel, you feel nervous and you just feel bad do you know what I mean? you turn up and you're just like oh man I mean, it's bad enough that the gig's empty because because i've got to say thank you know thank goodness but like you know i haven't had that many uh uh you know kind of empty gigs actually to be honest with you but um uh Although I've had I've had some bad ones, but uh, but you well, said I wasn't allowed to swear on your show, so I'll have to tell you that another well, time. That, I'm afraid. that is my uh, but, yeah. list here, right? So best and worst gig. So no, I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. mate, my, my worst gigs are so bad. My my number one worst gig, which I'm not going to tell you about here. I'm just not. I'm, it's not the right, not the right tone. It's not the right place all the time. My my worst gig ever is so bad that at the end of the story, when I tell people, they go, oh. Oh, actually, that, really? that's actually awful. And I'm like, yeah, no, that is actually that is actually awful. And I can tell you that my wait, is it my? I think my my second worst gig ever was um was when we did a live band show. I was in front of six thousand people, and I walked out um onto stage, and someone threw a glass bottle at my head, and it hit my it hit my head. Wow! Just as I walked out on stage, and it was a full bowl. And so what that meant was that it landed upside down. So it, not only did it hit me in the face, it emptied all over my shirt. Right, oh, six thousand people you were in front of. Right. That'll do it. If everyone wonder why I've got much of an ego, that that that'll be why. Um, uh, and the thing is, but the thing is, now you got to do the show still, haven't you? I yeah, mean, a lot yeah. of people wouldn't do the show if that happened. But I mean, it's I've never been that kind of person. But I mean, oof, eh, oof, why, that why was. Why do people in I remember the drummer actually asked if we wanted to finish early that one because yeah. she she thought it was so bad. And I wasn't like you know. But that's not my yeah. Well, suffice to say, <laughs> suffice to say, there's been I've had what, it, much worse gigs than that. But they're good, you know. They, it, it's good. It's good experiences because you look back on these things, and you know now I'm a dad and stuff, and I was yeah. so terrified about becoming dad. But actually, I, all the things that have happened to me, it, it was so accelerated, like it, within the ten year space. Um, I kind of feel like I've got a slight head start on the next five years of my life. You know what I mean, or something? Because um, I've already done a lot of stuff. Um, I think I've got a few things I wish I could go back and do with this brain. Do you know what I mean? As in, yeah. like, yeah. including certain things where I wish I could be a bit more relaxed, maybe at certain points. I should have enjoyed things a bit more, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, there are other times when I would have just gone, you know what, feel, you know, certain, something, such, so, so feels bad now, but you'll never guess what's going to happen in a week, you know? So it was, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I also, as I was saying, I actually, I actually fully understand how all this music stuff works now. Um, and, uh, which is which is great actually it's a bit great for my kind of production confidence as well which is why i was thinking of doing these tutorial videos mm. um, but that's that's how pioneer started by the way was because um i remember that i didn't really know how the stuff worked but it kept being there at every gig yeah and um when i actually learned how it all worked it, it, it again it really it, like transformed my stage presence and stuff because all of a sudden i wasn't so nervous about stuff breaking because if it did off quite often i knew more about how the mixer worked than the, the engineer did so if something was going wrong or something i would just lean over and unplug it and plug it back in do you know what i mean yeah. it was the, the the amazing thing is there's so many um shall we say upper level djs that don't know how to do that they go if it stops or it doesn't oh, 
and they're looking at you as if the you know you introduce them on or whatever, and they come on, they do, and something goes wrong, you go. Well, yeah, but I think everybody has a few. You need to have that happen a few times. I think that you know, there's a video, there's actually videos for Grey Hard. I wouldn't recommend looking it up, it's not that great. There's better videos to watch, but there is a video that someone's posted of a gig in, in um, I think it's in Melbourne when I was doing a I think it's called Summer Field Days over there. And um, uh, what's interesting about this little video is that they managed to, and this is just the way things go, but it just so happens that the, the video that gets posted up is, is when there was a power cut on the, on the stage, right? And um, and it is funny that one, that sort of scenario, because it's not your fault. Like you're standing there and you're just trying to do the best you can and stuff like that. And you're a bit jet lagged and you feel a bit miss home. Uh, but then there's a power cut. And, and it, what was funny was that it was such a like drastic, like that was obviously, I can't do anything about it. I think I just did some ninja, I kind of went, you know, you know, like, thank you, Wembley. Or something, you know what I mean? Um, and after a few times that's kind of, I just learned to laugh. Well, you know, and the thing is, as soon as, this is the funny thing about DJing, it's big crowds. You do end up, you know kind of conducting an audience or or at least you know kind of uh being an ensemble with the with the audience and, and the thing is as soon as crowd sees you sees that you're laughing then then yeah. it makes them laugh too which is quite that's why i often used to come out and do you know somersaults or something after after a gig because i was quite happy about it and then i realized people would relax a bit do you know what i mean you don't want everyone that's what i said about the, the bpm thing you don't want everyone really tense being like Okay, yeah. yeah, but you, you, then I'm thinking, oh God, what, what am I going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you know, the difference in between playing to a crowd of crazed Japanese people or English people or German people, whatever, that what you did on that day, you played to 500, 600, 700 DJs who were not only watching what you were doing, but they were analyzing what you were playing and mm -hmm in their minds majority of them were, were pulling it apart and saying should that go there and that go but every, you could see their little brains including mine going under brains they're righteous brains they're great brains um <laughs> do you know do you know what we would say about that well i feel like we took a lot of time talking about that particular but i think um i think what, what i will say and, and this is actually why i would quite like to do um that's what i'm saying i'm actually grateful to you because i've had to actually set this up and check the mic is actually properly working right sure. i tried this with my mum the other day didn't work i couldn't get the microphone working we had to cancel the call uh and by the time it was my son's bedtime and we couldn't even retry it so he forced me to do this because I, I do really want to uh you know talk about some of the things i've been learning with this tech stuff over the last year but also talk about some dj stuff and and, and things because because one of the things i've always thought um surprised me a bit i guess almost is that like um you're right people do tend to do that uh, uh, things like bpm they, do, they were kind of st studiously looking at everything i was doing but i i used, did used to get quite surprised how often people it's like um people were looking at the wrong thing like if you really wanted to know the, the 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 most complex thing about what i was actually doing it wasn't what you thought it was at all you know what i mean as in the the easiest bit of of, of djing for me is 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 the mixing that that's kind of the easiest bit the hard the hardest bit is you know 40 percent of it is the is, is showmanship and it's the performance but the but the, the other bit of it is that you know i'm not just playing tunes i mean i've edited every single one of those tunes within their life do you know what i mean <laughs> several times auditioned them in my car do you know what i mean spun them out of different gigs made a slight edit of it again and what therefore one of the things i really like and it's, it's impossible to make like you know a weekly radio show when i've got this habit of re-editing everything but but what it does do is it makes me learn the record it makes me learn it yeah. and that's why i think i mentioned counting uh, before where where i have uh, i will literally i can count things and and i'll know when certain things are going to happen in a tune because of the way it feels and it turns into a bit of a formula and that 
there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm being a bit elusive here, but, but, but that's the that's the actual complicated bit. I think that's the that's honestly the really complicated bit. Yeah. Um, which is uh yeah, so it's kind of almost like sleight of hand, isn't it? But but, but I'm talking about myself like I'm a magician. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm mean, out of work, out of work, out of work has been DJ, ain't I? Do you want me to play that video again from the start? <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> so, okay. It's good, so, intro, it? it's good, I thought. Hey, go so, I love it. I love it. So, where, are you doing any more lockdown streams? Any any more uh, rest? Uh, <laughs> any more kisses well, to the, the streaming thing's a bit, I don't know. Man. I, I, do you know how much I put so much effort? I think you the, the, the video you showed there, that was the second from last one that yes. I've done. Yeah, and um, one of the things I tried because you want to try and create, you want to do something that's a bit special and unique, didn't you? And so I started doing all these things with visual effects, which is why I don't, I'm not sure if you can see this, but I've got this incredible computer over here now. Look, hang on. can I turn this around? Look, look at that. Oh, that's wow. a computer. It looks like a spaceship. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. I love that thing. Um, which uh, that that which I had to, I had to get this custom overclocked PC build uh, to to help me with this video rendering stuff because you think the music production stuff can be complicated anyway point was i started doing all this stuff and it was really i was really breaking my back doing it and as i said i had to it's um you you do unfortunately have this thing now when oh, mate like i hate i hate i'm such a positive i hate mate moaning but it's it's never been harder to play music like on, yeah. like on the internet and so it's so difficult like do you yeah. know what i mean i've do you know what i mean i had a copyright strike which i had to i had to i had to contact like like um the senior people at SoundCloud about and stuff. And it, it took four weeks to sort this out, by the way. And it was a copyright strike for my own tune. Yeah, yeah. It, was my, it was my own tune, but it'd been, it been used on a compilation album from a different distributor. So they, so basically in SoundCloud's head, they're kind of like, well, no, but you, you're not signed to this distributor. You don't have permission to pay. And I'm like, guys, guys, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's not it, like, it's, it's by me. It's not, it doesn't feature anyone else. It's not, it's got no samples in it, nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. So um, I do have a situation sometimes with DJ videos where um, I, I, yeah, I've got into, I have to replay things sometimes, if you can believe that, which is quite, well, quite I mean, especially if it's not like the intro, because the thing is, you know that the intro is just yeah. bare and it's more likely and you don't want it. You don't want that to, you know, and it's, it's just a bit of a slog. So I took a bit of a backseat and then plus the fact that there's just no gigs because, there is an interaction. I mean, you do something online and then you go out and perform to people and, and, and you know, it's throwing us all a bit off. I think I be, you know, yeah. it's a bit like, where am I? What am I doing? Um, which as I said, I'm just starting to come out of now. I'm starting to come out of that. Who am I? What am I doing thing? Um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, listen, I love being a dad, but I love being a dad more when I'm not just a dad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's interesting. You should say about replaying stuff. Cause you mentioned at the beginning about that prodigy track. Um, yeah, I hope I haven't like sport it for anyone or anything. Like, maybe I'll end up on DJs complaining, but it's, but it's a real, it's a real thing. Back in the day, you know, your DJing was about playing tunes, wasn't it? Like, yeah. you, wasn't it? Like, and I'd be so, I'd be absolutely chuffed if someone played one of my tunes. And it's, um, it's difficult, man. Like, it's, I mean, how do you break through now? I mean, I think, why would you want to? I mean, if there's any budding DJs watching, go and get a job as a, you know, an engineer or, or you know, doing something like that, you know, in these uncertain times. But, um, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's well, it's gonna be it maybe I'm, maybe I'm just past it, but you know, I do try, you know, the end of June. things, you know, what I mean, come, huh? the end, come the end of June, being a DJ is going to be the job to have, isn't it? It's it's just you, you're just going to be working non stop, mate. You're you're wonderful, but that is <laughs> you're that is a wonderful outlook on life. But it is, though, isn't it? Can't I mean, be, you can't be serious when you're saying that, can you? Really, if if if, if everything goes according to plan, and I have a, a big underline if several hundred times 
yeah. if it all works, then it will be yeah. like the 1920s all over again. I mean, I'm not totally shooting you down. I think that the tension no, and, and, yeah. and anticipation that's been built up, I think. I mean, can you think about all the single people? Think about all the single people, right? My God. I, mean, I spent a lot of years being single, but you talk about finding the right time to settle down and have a kid. My goodness. Especially if you're single for last year. What have you done? Nothing. What are you supposed to do? You can't even meet anyone. It must be terrible for your confidence and stuff. Like, and imagine how much everybody's changed in a year. Like, like how many friends they haven't seen. I, I reckon I was saying to my partner uh, this the other day, I was just saying, I wonder if it's going to become a thing, like it's going to become a hashtag or whatever, of like, you know, what I look, you know, one year later hashtag or something like that, of like what I look like now. Because a lot of people look quite different. Now I've met up with a few friends and they look quite different. Some, some people look fantastic. Some people, you know, look like the years. I didn't really so, so, many, <laughs> so much grey hair. Grey hair is the thing that I've noticed. Which is I've, I've, lo I've lost I've lost quite a lot of weight, uh, which I, I know mean, people sort of say that in a positive way, but I, I used to do a lot of, you know, training and stuff and um, just, uh, again, you know, help with the nerves and the confidence and, and uh, stuff like that. But, um, I mean, you were just stuck in the house and it's, uh, do you know what I mean? It's, do you know what I mean? It's not like you're going out anywhere, is it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, mate, it's a funny time. I don't want to. I don't want to end up just complaining about the lockdown because no, it's very easy to do. But it is funny. I I saw a friend. Um, I saw uh, where did I saw. I saw a friend um, on the on the street the other day, and uh, it was funny. I hadn't seen him in ages, but the first thing he actually said was, "What is there to talk about?" Is and I thought I'm so pleased he said that because I thought I thought it was just you know kind of me. Uh, and then maybe that has made me feel a bit chip, more chipper because now I've actually been concentrating more on, you know, maybe, okay, well, what can I talk about? I can talk about all this new music stuff I've got and stuff like that. So I thought it'd be quite cool. There you go. But I've got this genuine dilemma. I've got I've got quite a few finished tunes now, but I've, I don't know what to do with them. I mean, trust me, don't forget it costs money to put out records. Do you know yeah, I mean? of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows you can't make any money anymore. And I'm not talking about like, you know, hundreds of thousands. I'm just talking about at least it can pay for itself. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? one of the amazing things I, I was, um, uh, somebody was telling me the other day, they pay, they pay to play on other people's radio stations. Which blew my mind. You know, I just think that's a bit of a shame, and I think whoever's making them do that is, is just it does not. The song. Because whoever's making them do that doesn't does clearly doesn't care that much themselves. Crazy. Does he do a pay to play? Is a massive, massive thing. Saying, if, you, if you want to make loads of money or do something like, get a different job, man. Yeah. Like, totally. I mean, if you want to be like a bit of a crook and a bit of a wheeler dealer, don't come. You know, just do something else. Like, it's yeah. perfectly easy to do something else. I, think, I mean, I think that's probably what a lot of people have done. I um, would never. But what it does mean is that us that stay down the through line through this whole thing hopefully we will be able to you know together with face to play on our station to play on flashback would be, just be ridiculous why why would you want to do that crazy anyway look also, yeah, no, so there's quality issue as well because now you can't control there's no like there's no narrative of the station there's no like sound of the set you know it just doesn't i don't know but yeah you know you hear rumors about these things and stuff i think um I do, yeah i mean it's, it's obviously terrible isn't it but um as I said, it doesn't really make much sense to me because, because, you know what I mean, easier ways to make money really than scheming people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going. I'm going to wrap it up. Ah, just on that note. No, you know what? No That's we, right. We, we've done fifty minutes. We've mate, I'm a talker. I am a talker. <laughs> I can do it, mate. I just rages too long. Well, if anything, I was aiming for twenty. <laughs> no, no, you never get twenty. Never get twenty minutes out of me, mate. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what. Do me a deal, right? Yeah, when you, when we, when we're back rolling again, and when everything is open, please come back on. Please come oh, back. Oh no, on. no, I'd love to, mate. Oh, it'd be a pleasure. 
it, it pays it, you over. It, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you, you're a very charismatic chap yourself. And uh, nice, no, cool. It's nice. Although uh, next time, maybe less compliments about all my DJ and stuff. And we, we talk about some, <laughs> I don't know, some other stuff or something like that. It'd be cool. Yeah, but you know what? It's that's what it is, man. You you you're getting you records, you but you're kissy salad. Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, mostly dad yeah. now, but no, but, but kissy is yeah. But I'm still I'm still me. It's uh, it's only, you know it's only, it's one of the, the few things in my life that I, I I'm I'm pretty good at uh, doing that. So it's a very specific thing being you know being me kissy salad, but it's cool. It's good, mate. Thanks for having me on the show. It's fantastic. No, thank you. Thank you. For and, uh, if I said anything too much nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, man. And and thank you to everybody for watching. Um, thank you to uh, thank you to you, especially for coming on. And uh, and we'll hopefully see you on the other side, and we'll, we'll get you back on, and we'll talk more about music because there is there's there's stuff about your music I want to talk to you about. So do uh, it, mate. Do it. I could talk forever about that stuff. It's yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that would be great, though. Thank you very much. I'd know. I'd love it, man. Cool. I'd love it. Thank you so much, Kissy. It's been Thanks, a pleasure. Mate. Good to meet you. Thank you, nice sir. Question, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Kissy Salat, ladies and gentlemen. Man, oh man, that guy's a legend. Uh, you know what? I bless him. I embarrassed him a little bit, I think, by by bigging him up so much. But he's a legend. He is a legend, and I don't think he realizes. Anyway, look, we got to go because we're way over time. We're just, just how it is. It's a great conversation. It'll be out as a podcast. Do us a favor, jump on YouTube and uh, subscribe and uh, like and subscribe the video. Uh, have a look at all the other interviews as well. And, uh, and that'll be that. Um, stay tuned for the uh, closing sequence because you never know. You might see something you like. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Pete Sheriff. This is late tonight. We're back next week with Ridney, by the way. Ridney is our guest. And then the following week, end of March, Toby Anstis, locked in and ready to go. I'll see you later. Good night. <laughs>